0: Good evening and welcome to the 34th episode of the Thundering Herds Podcast. We had been in a little bit of a dry dock situation, suffering from cowboy depression after their loss in the playoffs and just kind of took us a while to get back to it. But, never fear, today we are back because a lot of things are going on in free agency in football. And Major League Baseball is out of lockup. So, they are back. We are going to go to see some Ranger games. I'm excited because they got some talent this year. Probably only going to win about 75 games, but heck of a lot better than last year. I think it's going to be interesting. So, let's start with the big stories. Let's go to the Dallas Cowboys real quick. And... All right, Jackson, <clears throat> I'm going to throw this scenario out for you. All right, we trade, we trade Cooper
1: mm-hmm.
0: to the Browns for mm-hmm. basically a fifth-round draft choice. We did. When three years ago, we gave up a first-round draft choice to the Raiders to get it. Was, it, was the three years worth of Mari Cooper since yes. we didn't even win a freaking playoff game? Yes, he was a very important part of our offense. He played very good football for us, even when he was hurt sometimes. So now he's gone. So you've got CeeDee Lamb. You've got probably bringing back Sed Wilson and Noah Brown. Yeah. You're gonna they brought join-
1: back Gallup, which is cool, I guess, but I didn't think they needed him. I thought you were just going to I think they should just prioritize CD Lamb and let some other guys just be some accent pieces. You know like that Turner Turner played well for us when he got in the game. Cedric Wilson. I love Cedric Wilson. Plays amazing football for us. And I think actually Gallup would be nice. He's going to he's going to get too many targets. To be honest.
0: He makes a lot of amazing catches. He though.
1: does, but I think CeeDee Lamb needs to be the focal point. Of he our needs offense.
0: to be the Alvin Harper to the Michael Irvin.
1: I don't even know who that is. Well,
0: if you if you would actually spend some time learning football and specifically Dallas Cowboy history, you will understand that the other wide receiver He's opposite... The, was he
1: the Scotty Pippen to Michael Jordan. Yes. Okay, that's be a better
0: example. Alvin Harper had some amazing seasons with the Dallas Cowboys as the second banana to Michael Irvin. I just got some crazy news. Alright, what crazy news did you get? Okay, so
1: just recently the Texas Rangers traded Isaiah Connor falefa to the Twins for
0: some... Garber. For
1: oh. Mitch Garber.
0: Yes, catcher, good catcher.
1: Very good catcher pretty much a steal for us. Is this
0: breaking news in the middle of my football story? It is story?
1: breaking news, MLB free agency alert. And the Yankees are finalizing a deal to send third baseman Josh Donaldson and Isaiah Connor falefa to Minnesota right after they just got the man. Who are they going to get from the Yankees with those two freaking great players? The freaking, they freaking just got him.
0: What does this do for us? I got news. You, you got news that didn't pertain to the Rangers. I don't care. It pertains to No, me. it doesn't pertain to them. Kind of Fluff is already gone. We got the contract. I
1: wanted to announce <coughs> the news.
0: Alright, so enough of this. I'll announce your news. So, <clears throat> moves still left to make. They freed a bunch of stuff up. They reworked Dak's contract. Mm-hmm. They reworked Zach Martin's Martin. contract. Terrence Steele is going to be your man. They're trying to trade Lyle Collins. They got rid of their shitty field goal kicker. And who's next to go? You, do you think um, LVE's going? Yes. Does that mean that there's room to bring in Bobby Wagner? Yes. Does Bobby Wagner want to come here? Why not? Well, we're losing a lot of pieces on offense. We've got rid of Jarwin too. Jarwin <clears> sucks. And we he hasn't played franchise Schultz. Is Schultz worth a franchise tag? Yes.
1: Most uh, one of the most underrated players in the NFL.
0: Really? Yes. Could can't block you.
1: Nobody can block me. Oh,
0: oh okay. All right. Well. Quentin <laughs>
1: Nelson good. can't block me. Oh no. Zach Martin can't block. Oh, me. Oh
0: no. Oh, no. I'm the white Miles Garrett, man. What are you talking? Oh, about? are you the white Miles Garrett? And that's that's why you're playing I'm, baseball.
1: <laughs> I'm T.J. Watt, oh, but better. You? I'm T.J. Watt, but I've never played football before.
0: Wow, that's they that's, just
1: don't they just don't know about me.
0: That's high praise. They just don't know about me. So, what what is this Cowboys team going to look like next year? Um not Look at all good. those guys we brought in last year with the one year deals on defense that helped us. <laughs> helped improve us the not defense. win a
1: championship,
0: that's what they did. Well, you know, DeMarcus DeMarcus Lawrence didn't do his job. Randy Gregory didn't do his job. They did not. <clears throat> they were all poop. Dak did not do his job. And didn't do his job. So what do you draft? What are the priorities to draft? Um,
1: Don't draft offensive line. Why? That's my choice of free agency. Exactly what you draft. Free agency. Every time, the last couple of times we've drafted offensive linemen, none of them turned out. Tyler Biotich sucks ass.
0: He's awful. Can you move him to a different position? He's a big enough Carter Connor player.
1: Williams sucks ass.
0: Well, they're not resigning him. He's leaving. God. If you get better players... we got to
1: stop drafting offensive linemen. If you man.
0: get a better player on each side of Biotic, and supporting the line, can you live with him? I mean, look, we, we were completely ruined by Frederick. Not only was he a great Oh yeah. was he a great center, but he was the quarterback of the offense. He called all line adjustments. He gave Dak and Romo great protection <clears throat> with what he did because he knew how to call the line assignments and call for the double blocks and when a, when a stunt was coming and when there was a free rusher and all that kind of stuff. He did a much better job with that than this kid is doing. Well Zach and
1: will, Martin's doing it, you know, I think. Will the
0: kid will the kid get better? Can you can you Tyler Biadic is not good at football? He
1: does his talent did not translate into the NFL.
0: So... Alright, so there is a rookie or draftable player, first round draft choice, who will fall right about where the Cowboys are gonna be picking out of Cal, who's supposed to be an unbelievably talented. Center, do you waste your first? You take your first round pick on a center, absolutely not. So, then where do you go with your picks? Um, you know, the Cowboys have never drafted a safety in the first round in the NFL.
1: Safety would be nice. Hmm,
0: I don't think that there's going to be a safety that's available by the time you get to the Cowboys because they're going to be like 25 or 26. Somewhere in there. They're going to be pretty late. That's true.
1: Um, I think they should go wide receiver. uh,
0: Somebody to... You've got CeeDee Lamb and you've got Gallup. Why the hell would you... Not in the first round. I'm talking first round. What do you go for?
1: Either safety or... uh... That's tough.
0: I think you go to one of the two lines. You go to offensive line or defensive line. If Demarcus Ware's not willing to renegotiate his contract, this will be his final year, and you get rid of his ass. But and Randy Gregory is not worth paying I because don't think he doesn't.
1: Any of the top <clears throat> defensive linemen like Kayvon Thibodeau and Aiden Hutchinson <clears throat> are the two big guys coming out of the draft on the defensive line. They're not going to be there by the time we get to. Our
0: pick. So what's what what is what is available? Linebackers, you don't need any. Do you want to go get another quarterback? <clears throat> I think it'd be smart to.
1: Trayvon Diggs is not as good as everybody thinks he is.
0: Here's another question.
1: Anthony Brown is god awful. Jordan Lewis is not bad actually. He's a good nickel, good slot corner, but
0: okay, I. I personally think if you don't do offensive line or defensive line, I'm going for another linebacker or cornerback. And in the second round, I'm drafting running back.
1: Oh, no, no, we got to take running back first round. I think we take running back first you round. You can
0: find a great wide receiver in the NFL, and you can find a great running back in the NFL in the second and third round. You don't need to waste a first round draft choice on it. You need somebody that's going to start for you when you draft them. And if you draft a running back in the first round, you're not going to start, and they're loyal to Zeke.
1: Zeke sucks.
0: Zeke is the reason why all this shit is screwed up. Zeke's contract is screwing up everything.
1: That's factual.
0: And I I, I am about done with the garden gnome. I'm really <laughs> sick of <it. clears> him. <throat> Yeah, he... I don't think he can play anymore.
1: quite sucks. You know, what's going to happen is, in July, everybody's going to be talking about how Zeke is in the greatest shape of his life, quote-unquote. And then, four weeks later, when the season starts, he's going to become obese, and he's going to run 12 miles an hour. I've got
0: a pie-in-the-sky thing. Do you know the Saints are talking about trading Alvin Kamara? I would not. (laughs)
1: Like, who would you give away for him?
0: Um who would I give away for him? Trayvon Diggs.
1: <laughs> Everybody knows that he's a liability in the league. Everybody knows that. But Trayvon Diggs is not does not hold enough trade value.
0: The only player What do they what do they need?
1: What do the Saints need? A quarterback?
0: Well, we don't have that available.
1: <laughs> they need they don't need wide they need a wide receiver. Right. Michael Thomas is going to get hurt again. We'll send him Set. That's not enough trade value. Sed in draft choices. Not enough trade value for Alvin Kamara. How He's about, a top three running back. In the how NFL. about Zeke? He is not even a top 20 running back in the NFL right now. Send
0: him Zeke and a couple of draft choices and bring Alvin Kamara. That's not enough. You it's
1: simply not enough. You don't
0: know till you ask. Alvin
1: Kamara is... More valuable than Christian McCaffrey. Okay, well, value. He's more valuable than Derrick Henry. And I hear me. Because they, g- they have injury troubles. He and I, doesn't.
0: And I hear if you ask and if you make the right deal, you could have McCaffrey.
1: I don't want McCaffrey. He's hurt 11 out of the 17 games every year.
0: Zeke's ineffective, so what difference does it make? Just roll with Pollard. Pollard does enough for this offense. But Pollard's not a big enough back to take the punishment of 30 touches a game between catching the ball and running the ball. The NFL doesn't
1: run 30 touches a game anymore.
0: Well, that's probably true with this offense, but he's got to have 20 touches to keep him honest.
1: Yeah, 10 of those are going to be out of the backfield catching the ball.
0: I don't know about that. I think you've got to run more than that to keep I don't honest. think they need to. They haven't had success with it the last two years. And, and look, what, look what they've done.
1: They had a shot this year, but Dak sucked. If they had a passer who could throw the ball accurately and efficiently throughout the entirety of the game and not just the fourth quarter, they would have been able to win some more games.
0: Not only Dak sucked, but the offensive line sucked. When Dak got hurt in New England and hurt his hurt his calf at, when he threw the, the, the winning the winning pass to win that game against New England, it, yeah, he jumped and hurt his calf, and the I rest know. of year he wasn't good. And why? Because he didn't have escapability, and he was a sitting duck by, back behind that offensive line. I think you fix a ton of problems by figuring out how to fix that offensive line. You got to go get some people, and if trading Lyle Collins. Get you. What is Lyle going to get you? We've got to have pieces, man. We've got to have. We've got to have defensive pieces. Lyle
1: Collins is still young, so he'll probably get. He'd probably get a good player for Lyle Collins. Not like Alvin Kamara, but he'd probably get like a. I'm thinking like a like a Brandon Cooks. Like that caliber of player. A wide receiver? Well I'm talking about that caliber of player. In a in a draft pick. Or uh what position do you think we need?
0: Center. You know, for Lyle Collins, yeah. Somebody got a center, somebody at a young center that we could we could have. Well, the maybe Chiefs a have a back. good
1: young center, but he's second year, and they're not going to
0: give him away. No, no. You're not going to get the starting center somewhere. You're going to get somebody that <laughs> is. Oh my God. You've, we've we've got to revamp the offensive line. That doesn't line. make. S-
1: that's not revamping. A young second year, third year. Center that we already have is going to be better than a backup center somewhere else.
0: You've got no money. You've got to be creative here. Name out name a reason why that what
1: you just said makes sense.
0: I, I'm just looking for. I'm just looking for 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 bodies. I'm looking for. We new don't need bodies. We need a good player. And where are you gonna where are you gonna get that? You gonna get more draft choices? Fine. Send Lyle Collins to somebody like, I don't know, Pittsburgh Steelers. And you need, you need draft choices back. Or here's something else. Lyle Collins, send them to the freaking Eagles. They've got three first-round draft choices. They've got a whole bunch of second- and third-round draft choices, too. Who could we get back from the Eagles?
1: The Eagles are actually in a really good spot right now. Oh, they are in a real good spot. They because can, they, can they have so many draft picks and they have like the second highest cap space.
0: Oh, I understand that. So they, so can, the, they they're, they, they're going
1: to be better than the Cowboys in probably two years. They
0: can send you something. They can give you a player and some draft I don't think they draft will. Why? The Cowboys have dealt with the Eagles before. They won't they dealt with the Redskins. They and the won't they're because they're, they're in such a good division.
1: position that they don't need to make any trades with other teams right now.
0: Who what quarterback you know where he really should go? And we might be able to get somebody decent from a younger player? Lyle Collins could be a solution for the Cincinnati Bengals. That's they have, true, they have the worst offensive line for a decent team with a great quarterback. Lyle Collins would give another level of protection to Joe Burrow. What could we get what could we get from them? Von Bell safety we could get Cheeto back. I don't want Cheeto why Cheeto Bay he played good covers I last just, year. It's hard to say his name Cheeto Bay uh.
1: I'd take Sam Hubbard, linebacker. Okay, cool. Um, there's a
0: there's a deal to be done there.
1: Yeah. And I'd take Chaco Charlton back.
0: And another player, another team that could actually use some offensive line help is Denver Broncos, and they just added a great quarterback. You don't wanna you don't want to get him hurt and have him scrambling around like he was in Seattle for his life for the last two years. Give. Give that man some extra time in the pocket. Denver's got a bunch of young players that we could that we we could pick through and see what we want. Justin Simmons. Hey, whatever we need to do. Is there anything else you need to add to Cowboys? Because no, I want to get think on,
1: I want to get started with the MLD.
0: I want to get on to baseball.
1: So well, lockout ended when Thursday. Lockout ended last week, so trades have just started. Bu- all over the place going on. Tech Strangers got rid of Isaiah Kiner-Falefa, as we said earlier, for Mitch Garber. Hit 30-plus home runs two years ago. Dealt with injuries last year. Played 60 games, hit 13 home runs in that span. Great defensive catcher. Great hitter. I think that's a steal. Isaiah Kiner-Falefa. Uh, Falefa, excuse me, did not have a spot on this team and I have anymore. A qu- I have
0: one question for you, and this this is going to kind of tie into that. Who's the center fielder for the Rangers right now? The center fielder?
1: Mm-hmm. uh, Adolis Garcia.
0: How good a defensive center fielder is he?
1: He had the most outfield assists of anybody in the MLB last year.
0: So, with Garber, Garver. 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 And our new shortstop. And our new second baseman. And, and our, our, our center, right fielder. And our center fielder. Do we have the best up the middle defense in all of baseball?
1: Yeah, I've never heard it called that before. I've never heard anybody. Really? You've never heard an
0: up the middle
1: defense? And when somebody talks about middle infield, I've never anybody heard anybody mention the catcher and the center fielder. I've never heard that in my okay. life.
0: All right. Well, <laughs> did
1: you just make up? That no, answer? I did not. I did not make it up. What does that have to? When would you have to use an up the middle defense in a game? Your, what does that have to do with
0: your, your your strength of the strength of your team is up the middle. Your shortstop and your second base defensively. What about
1: but, your third baseman? What about your right fielder? They have the strongest arm. Your
0: shortstop and your second base make the most defensive plays on ground balls. Okay. And they're the biggest players on for four stolen bases and double plays. Okay, if you're strong up the middle defensively, you actually can create more outs. No, I understand what you're For your saying. pitching staff, that actually makes and, sense. And with a great catcher who can Dad, hold runners and throw it out, and then a great center fielder that can run down stuff in the gap, if you're strong up the middle as a baseball team, you can have. An adequate third baseman, you can have an adequate first baseman, but if you're strong up the middle, you have the foundation to be a really great defensive baseball team.
1: Okay, yeah, that does make sense. I've never heard that before.
0: Well, you haven't been around as long as me. Most
1: usually, the best defensive player on your team is your third baseman. No, no, it, sack
0: shortstop is usually. Nolan Arenado
1: is the best defensive player in the world. It's <clears throat> a one off. Matt Chapman is, what, is the best defensive player. Again.
0: Who are the biggest biggest names? In baseball, are this the biggest superstars are almost always the shortstop.
1: Yeah, but they're never the best defensively. Derek Jeter, not a good defensive shortstop statistically. Just because he has the Jeter jump throw, whatever. Tatis, Tatis is a terrible fielder, makes tons of errors. Trey Turner, not notable.
0: Do you know- Corey Seager, not notable. You, you don't know who the Wizard of Oz is and Gary Templeton. And Davey Concepcion and the legacy of great shortstops in this game. These are the perennial superstars of eras. Okay, yeah. <clears throat>
1: I know I, I know who those people are. But right now, I'd say the most important and, and best-fielding position is their
0: basins. You underrate Derek Jeter and Cal Ripken, in my opinion. You always have.
1: No, I think... No, no. I don't underrate Derek Jeter. I know that he was an amazing player. I never have talked anything about Cal Ripken because I didn't ever watch him play, so I don't know what you're talking about. But um people go over his statistics like runs produced, like it's there like these crazy different statistics, ORC plus and stuff like that. Like, he was truly not a spectacular player.
0: He was steady. He made every single play he needed to make.
1: He had a... It's just like, I don't know any of these statistics. But, like, when people grade people in terms of fielding, in terms of comparing to other generations with their statistics like that, where you can compare them to other generations because it doesn't make a difference, it's like... Runs scored above average, like yourself and RBIs combined above the average. Mike Trout's like one sixty. Ken Griffey's like one
0: fifty nine. Stuff like you that. Have like a these... love affair with Mike Trout, and I don't understand. I don't
1: it. have a love affair with Mike Trout, but he is widely regarded as a top ten baseball player of all time. Look up any list; he's going to be top ten because he is. He's really. Yeah. Let's one of the...
0: hit two more, two hundred more home runs, and then I'd we'll say talk about he. It.
1: He's one of he's up there with Ken Griffey as one of the most skilled baseball players of all time.
0: Yeah, well, Ken Griffey's only 350 home runs ahead of him for okay, his career. Okay, sure, whatever. And 3,000 hits, and a 300 batting average, and the most beautiful left-handed <laughs> swing of any baseball player I've ever seen. The only complaint I have about Ken Griffey Jr. is when he took batting practice he turned his hat backwards. Other than that... He was the perfect baseball. Player. Mike Trout yeah. has the most
1: perfect swing form of any hitter of all time. I would. Put it is the most technical. I would put Ken's purest form. Left Yes. Swing. Oh yeah, it's a beautiful swing. Super loopy, straight through the ball, stays in the zone a long time. But the most technical, perfect baseball swing ever is Mike Trout's. He has perfected the hitting form.
0: Wow! And that perfect swing, we only get to see it about seventy games <laughs> a year, because he's always hurt.
1: Oh my God, Dad! We've already had this debate on this. Club, he's a I'm
0: punk. Sure. He doesn't play baseball. I don't baseball. even remember
1: what we were talking about. Now we were talking about shortstops. You were no, you were talking about the middle infield or whatever it was called. I, I, you were asking about the players on the Rangers if we are set up good enough up the middle.
0: Yeah, and somehow we got off on this tangent about all of these <laughs> Derek Jeter thing. Derek Jeter, we went Derek Jeter, Cal Ripken, and all of a sudden we ended up with Mike Ken Trout. Griffey Jr. and Mike Trout. I didn't take us there. I have no you idea took how there. that
1: happened. But uh,
0: I think that we're actually because you set love, up love well. Mike Trout. I don't understand it myself. I don't get it. I've seen five hundred baseball players in my life that have comparative stats to Mike Trout. Who I
1: review
0: Oh, easy, easy. I could run. (laughs) I could run down a list right now. You don't know
1: jack crap about Mike Trout at all. I. You don't
0: care. I could run down. You automatically
1: disregard my opinion because you don't know crap about him. Oh, I know about
0: him. No. Oh, MVPs. Dad, 301 home runs.
1: Everybody in the world that's an MLB analyst
0: regards him as a top probably 15 player of all time. There's a list out right now the top 100 baseball players of all time. He's in the top 25 in the history of baseball. How? That's what I'm saying, Dad. Because these people, they're being nostalgic. They want Mickey Mantle. That's what they want. They want Mickey Mantle. Bring back Mickey. Mickey Mantle destroyed his career because of alcohol and injuries.
1: Mickey Mantle is probably one of the most skilled, probably the most skilled athletic <coughs> baseball player in the history of baseball. Absolutely, you cannot regard him as not
0: a top five. And player they in all look time. at Mike Trout he, in the oh, same oh, eyes that about they to look at a certain conversation here and look at, at Mickey Ruth, Mantle,
1: Babe Ruth. I don't care what you He's say. He's marked as the greatest
0: baseball player of I all
1: time. disagree 100%. Oh, my God. I 100% disagree. You want to know why? Yes, he was a great pitcher. That's cool. Fine. He was playing milkmen. They do not compare whatsoever to the athletes of this age. If Oh, if Babe Ruth faced Shohei Ohtani... If Babe Ruth was pitching facing Shohei Ohtani, or if he was hitting against a player like Shohei Ohtani, he would get destroyed. The athleticism spectrum, the actual skill spectrum, is not even close. Babe Ruth would be awful nowadays. He would be terrible. Have you looked at the way he looks? He ate four hot dogs in the middle of the game and drank beer. This isn't a beer softball league. That's what he was playing. It's because the pitchers were flo- flowing 45 miles an hour. No, they, dad, he no, they weren't. He was playing milkmen. S-
0: you are so wrong. No,
1: I'm not. Have you ever heard of Warren Spawn? That's not the same time period. What? It's not the same time period.
0: Walter Johnson was good. Walter Johnson.
1: Top 10 baseball player of all time. But then again, how do we know? Does anybody have his miles per hour on a record sheet? No, because they couldn't measure that in the middle of the game. It was the Stone Age.
0: They didn't have to measure it. The game It was... probably
1: looked fast to him because they'd never seen an 80 mile an
0: hour fastball before. The game has always been 60 feet six inches. The mound was higher. When they play, That gives them more of an advantage. You can push off more downward force. I understand. So the ball was coming in a different trajectory than these guys. These the In this soft-toss softball league that you're talking about. Look, right now, what you have Are you is telling
1: me a single baseball player during that time could hit bruised our all's 103 mile an hour sinker?
0: I bet you Ty Cobb could hit it.
1: I disagree. I completely
0: disagree. I bet you Joe DiMaggio could have hit it. I, I, I don't think that's true. Fifty-six game hitting streak. He hit everybody.
1: Daddy, oh my God! They were probably throwing probably eighty-two. Mickey
0: Mantle, Lou Gehrig. You're talking about. You're talking about some of the greatest baseball players. They're that ever regarded lived.
1: as that because they were amazing during their time period. The game has evolved so much, creating players such as Shohei Ohtani and Mike Trout. There's not a chance that those players were even close to as good as those guys.
0: Oh my god. Skilled,
1: talented, athletic. Shohei Ohtani runs probably at 60 in like 6'7". That's really insanely fast. But he's 6'5". 280 pounds, and throws 98 miles an hour. There's nobody in the history of baseball that's as good as him. In terms of every aspect of the game. I want you to name me one. Name you one what? Player that's athletically gifted in every skill set, every facet of the game, like Shohei Otani.
0: Dave Winfield. No! Dave Winfield was drafted in the NFL... NBA, I'm talking about, and Major League Baseball. Uh-uh.
1: That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking in he the ML- Hey, he was shut up. I'm not- You didn't listen to me.
0: Hit 500 home runs, had a 300 batting average, and was fast as shit. Did he also
1: pitch? Did he pitch? I'm talking oh. about in the MLB, Dad. I do not care about the Deion Sanders and Bo Jacksons of the world. I'm talking about for this sport. Is there anybody as athletically gifted and skilled at such sport in every facet of the How game? How was the
0: pitching thing worked out for him?
1: He made first team All Pro pitching, or second. It was probably it was second team All MLB MLB pitching. Two
0: years from now, he'll blow his arm out again. He won't be pitching. He'll be DH again. Where does he play in the field? Oh my god! Where does he play in the field when he's right field? Great. Let's hide him in a corner outfield spot.
1: Hide him? Yeah. Right field is the is the outfield position in which the person with the strongest arm throws it. Well, when, Mookie Betts when
0: he blows, Mookie Betts when he blows his arm out again, he's not going to be able to play that right Mookie field, Betts? is he? He's gonna Who be plays a right field? DH. Who's one of the
1: best players in the MLB? Mookie Betts. Okay. I can name Giancarlo Stanton, strongest arm in the N- oh. MLB. Aaron Judge. Oh. Aaron Judge. No, he's an amazing outfielder. He's an amazing outfielder. Joey Gallo, right fielder, Gold Glove
0: winner, strong yeah. arm. Joey Gallo, one eighty-five batting average right in I'm talking about as oh, a right fielder. Now we're just talking. Now we've gone from the greatest baseball player who yeah. can do everything. He's a to great right fielder, too. Now He's very, a great right fielder, too. Now very limited position outfielders who have a great arm. Is that what you're talking about now?
1: I'm just snapped at
0: Strongest <laughs> arm I've ever seen from a right fielder. His Vladimir Guerrero Jr., Dave, right fielder. Dave Parker. Pittsburgh Pirates. Ichiro Suzuki. The Cobra. Bo Jackson. Yes. Ichiro Suzuki. Ichiro didn't have an amazing arm. What? (laughs) (laughs) What are
1: you talking
0: about? He was accurate. He didn't have the velocity.
1: That's not true. (laughs) He was throwing about 96 into the freaking infield. Look that up. (laughs) Oh, my God.
0: I got to show you this throw. I've seen all the throws. I've seen all the plays. You've shown them all to me. You love these guys so terribly much, but the one thing that you, can ne- you will never I will give never up- believe that people during the 1920s
1: were as good baseball players as the players now. I will never be convinced that that is true.
0: You, do you not know the history of the New York Yankees? Which I absolutely can't stand the Yankees. I
1: don't care. I don't give... I don't care about the Yankees. I don't I don't hate them. I like the Yankees.
0: Babe Ruth, Lou Gehrig, Joe DiMaggio. Name them all
1: off. I know all of them. I mean, for the love of God, these... Yeah, these they're are legends. The they're great. legends because they were good during their time period. There's not a chance. You don't think a healthy Mickey Mantle could play today? A healthy Mickey Mantle? No. In his prime... Time. I don't. I don't think he'd be able to hit the stuff that these pitchers are throwing.
0: Jackson, he hit a ball completely out of Yankee Stadium.
1: Cool, man. Cool.
0: I don't believe it to
1: be true. I cannot possibly fathom them being as good of
0: baseball players. So you're also saying then the players in the 60s and 70s couldn't have played in this I'd say
1: they progressively got better.
0: So Willie Mays, who played in the 50s and 60s, Willie Mays,
1: and I would say Hank Aaron,
0: might be able to. Hank Aaron might be able to. Yeah. Do you know how ludicrous this all sounds? Yeah. You're you're willing. I to guess this sounds. You're willing to post to this on the internet. Yeah. Let people to hear your ignorance.
1: I think Willie Mays is the greatest baseball player of all time.
0: So yes, I believe that he's the greatest think if, if he's today. the greatest baseball player of all time, but nobody's before co- 1990 is any good. Come on, Jackson. The sport had progressed so much by then. All these guys throw
1: a hundred. Big whoop-de-doo. And I don't think there's I don't think Babe Ruth
0: would be able to hit a hundred mile an hour fastball. I don't. Well, this this is an empty argument because there's no way to ever find out. But there had to have been guys throwing no. heat. And you know what? No. They were probably craftier than the pitchers of today. They probably had much crisper curveballs and Oh, no. Fist pitches and all these different things. Not a thing. chance. Okay. There's
1: not a chance. They did not go out and perfect their craft 24-7 like these players in the MLB do now. They would go out, drink, party, have time with their friends, have fun time with their friends, even during the game. I don't think they practiced once or, once or twice a week.
0: And you know this for certain.
1: I believe that to be
0: true. And you have this exact same argument for... Basketball and football, too. Um, I don't think... You don't think Bob Cousy could play today? In ambient Name
1: somebody from a long
0: time ago. I just did. Bob Cousy I don't, in 1960. I don't know who
1: that is. He was with... I don't care. Continue. Keep going. Name somebody else that Will I Will Chamberlain. No. I've heard people have this discussion all the time. No, I don't think he could. Will Chamberlain scored 100 points! Not true. It's been debunked. Oh, my! Are you
0: an idiot? It has. It has been debunked. Okay. How much? How many points did he score in Hershey, Pennsylvania?
1: It was not true. You should look it up. You should look it up. It has been debunked. There is no official video, official record, or stat book of that game. That one hundred. That one hundred is not what that stands for. That picture was not taken for that reason.
0: You're out of your freaking mind.
1: That's how many points were scored in the game. Continue. That is not true. No, it is true. Huh. No, it's I not. Yes. I look it up. Do the research.
0: What about the all time leader in triple doubles in NBA history?
1: Oscar Robinson?
0: You don't think Oscar Robinson could play today?
1: I don't know, man. I don't know, man. I don't know. Did and it, I'm not I'm gonna be totally honest. I don't know if you're going to like this. You don't think Larry Bird could play today? You don't think Magic Johnson could play today? I think Magic could. I definitely think Jordan could. Because their athleticism was unbelievable. Larry Bird? No. I don't think he could. Oh my god. He wasn't even as athletic
0: as Dirk. Didn't have to be. He was smart. And he was a deadly shooter. Deadly. Okay, maybe.
1: Maybe. Basketball's different. The game doesn't change that much. It's still basically sure it the same. Sure it has.
0: They've revolutionized. Now it's shoot for the three or, or, or dump. layups yeah, and dumps. Yeah, okay, yeah. There's no mid-range jump shots anymore. That's not true. <coughs> I
1: saw Luka shoot about 10 today, but whatever. DeMar DeRozan, that's all he shoots. Kawhi Leonard, Dirt that's all led he The shoots. league
0: in mid, mid-range jump yeah, shot percentages. Cool, yeah. Basketball's, for like, basketball's
1: different. Basketball's different. I would not say the same about basketball that I would about baseball because the game has not changed that unbelievable unbelievably because you still have to do the same things people still practice layups they still practice threes threes weren't even a thing back then I know so you can't even you can't even put those people into account <laughs> if you ask me about Wilt Chamberlain I'm gonna say no because the game was so the game is so much different now that's not it's not the same it's not the same game that's not that basketball then is not the basketball today. So you can't really make that comparison. You know what I'm saying? So
0: you're telling me a seven-foot man built like a powerlifter.
1: That was, is not what Wilt Chamberlain was
0: built like. Had you not seen the movie Conan the Barbarian? Wilt Chamberlain was a ridiculous physical specimen. Wilt Chamberlain was Shaq before Shaq. Wilt Chamberlain was the most intimidating... Most intimidating basketball player of his generation he absolutely mauled and manhandled anybody who tried is that Shaq? he's skinny as
1: crap he looks like taco fall
0: that is early in his career yes will chamberlain was a beast man
1: he's not he doesn't look big at all No, I I think it's I don't think you can make the same comparisons for basketball that you can for baseball.
0: Kareem Abdul Jabbar. I'm
1: we <laughs> you should not hear what I just said. Basketball is not the same. Basketball is not the same as baseball. Okay, fine. One one last one. Karl Malone. Karl Malone? Oh, he's a map. He was a unit. He's Le, he was LeBron. <laughs> he was LeBron James but bigger. He he was. He was Giannis Antetokounmpo with less athletic ability. But, yes, absolutely. He was massive. Absolutely massive. But he also touched children, so... Oh, my God. We're going to move past that.
0: <clears throat> this is a long podcast. Yeah, we let's, like to uh, let's keep going. It. I don't Final care. Of, we're going we're, we're gonna to keep going. Now, football, in my estimation, football started in... Real football modern, is
1: way different.
0: Real modern football started in about 1975. That's when the the passing game really took off with Air Coryell and what Tom Landry was doing with the Cowboys and with what some of these other teams were yeah. doing, where they utilized, they started utilizing wide receivers and tight ends. Yeah. But the running backs were a bigger part of the team back then. You yeah. had a lot of really really great Walter Payton, <clears throat> and you had. Um, Tony Dorsett Barry Sanders Barry Sanders and you had <coughs> all those kind of guys now they've kind of gotten away from the running back position <coughs> and they've got except for the fact that the guy just rushed for the most yards in history last year yeah that's that, <laughs> that's kind of an outlier right, yeah I think yeah, absolutely well, the, the truth of the matter is Football has changed because of the rules to protect the quarterback. Oh, yeah, absolutely. And to not maul the wide receivers off the line of scrimmage. There was a guy named Lester Hayes who played for the <laughs> Oakland Raiders. Who, when a wide receiver left the line of scrimmage, he got a forearm shiver to the side of his head. I mean, they had the ability to beat the crap out of a wide receiver so they couldn't get off yeah, the line.
1: Yeah, you can still do that, kind of. Yeah, but you, you can really, still, like, hit them you
0: really can't get it. no, but not not like what these guys were doing. The Pittsburgh Steelers, the Minnesota Vikings, the Dallas Cowboys—they were beating the shit out of people, and that's why their defenses were so successful, and that's how they were keeping the points down because they were they <clears throat> they were very very physical football teams, and the Raiders. Nobody wanted to play the Raiders. They were dirty. But <clears throat> okay, and. Back to the baseball thing. So
1: you've acknowledged that all of these sports have evolved, correct?
0: They have all evolved.
1: But I think. Wait, 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 wait. So you said that the modern age of football started in 1975. So before that, before that, do you think that those players could have competed with the players of today?
0: Several of them, yeah. Okay. Dick Buckus could have played today. Now, would he have been. Would he have been no, a he middle li- middle linebacker? No, probably would have gone to the interior. He probably
1: line. would have had to have been a defensive tackle.
0: He probably would have been. But
1: that's not the position that he played, so you I can't it. make that but assessment. We're
0: saying whether or not he could play football.
1: You can't make that assessment. Night train lane. I don't think you can. Night train lane. Could he play. wouldn't. He couldn't have been a corner. He was too slow.
0: He would have been. A, he could he have, would have been, had a safety. To have been a
1: safety. That's why you can't make these assessments. It's because the game is so much different. You have to make that
0: same assessment about baseball. Baseball is no different. It's still 90 feet. You don't think it's changed at all? It's still 90 feet. It's still 60 feet 6 inches. The on-deck circle's in the same place. Oh, my God. The walls are in the same place. The distance of a home run is the same length that it it was.
1: What about a basketball court? Have the dimensions of a basketball court changed except for the three-point line? No.
0: Okay. But the, but the way the game has been played has changed. The things that I would, exactly the things so that, has baseball. The things I would tell you about baseball that has changed is the specialized pitching. You don't have a Warren Spawn or a Cy Young who pitched eight hundred games in their career. Yeah. F- who win 370 three hundred and seventy games? It's because pitchers now are
1: so <clears throat> nasty and they throw so hard. That they throw themselves out of a career so fast. Okay, that's why a, the game has changed so much. I have a question for you. Do you think it. that the other guy n- That's exactly <coughs> why their longevity was so good. Because they did not throw the ball as hard <coughs> or as harshly. Okay, perfect. I have a
0: question for you.
1: Could Greg Maddox play today? That's, that's an interesting discussion here. Because, yes, his stuff moved it moved a good
0: bit. And Greg and Maddux he was, was so accurate. He absolutely. was unbelievable. But Do you think that there were similar pitchers to Greg Maddox in the era that you were talking about?
1: Probably this yes. I think
0: that's I, how but pitching was I think
1: that's how pitching was, yes correct. Yes. But I think it was so slow that to the fact that Greg <laughs> Maddox, his fastball was still ninety two. Like that ninety two is still comparable to players today. Like I think Greg Maddox would still be successful. Would his ERA be 1.7? No, okay. I'd say his ERA probably be about three, which is still great. I
0: think his career earned run average is 3.31.
1: Okay, then <clears throat> maybe a little bit more than that, but I don't think they threw the ball as hard as even close to like even Greg Maddox. But don't you like have why? To have... Why can you not actually understand that? But don't like you, you don't
0: think that's true. But don't you have to have the velocity coming in for the velocity to go out? This is the reason. No! Yes.
1: Explain the home run derby. They throw the ball 65 balls <clears> an hour. They're hitting 450-foot home runs with 107
0: exit velocity. But they're also throwing them cake pitches right down the middle of the plate. They're not having to hit anything that's really moving. Okay, yeah, it's anything not anything moving. Diving. It's
1: not moving. It's not Dead the in the corner. Middle of the plate. It's
0: not in the corner, but a good hitter will still get those pitches and hit it hard. And how many of those guys by, who make it to the finals are hitting 20 home runs by the time they get to the finals? They're worn out from swinging so hard and having to generate That's all that how power. That's how hard they
1: swing in the game. It's nah. just they don't. They, nah. You don't. You don't think Babe Ruth was going up there and taking a daddy <clears throat> hack every time? I think he was. He he could do that. That's why he hit three thirty in his career and hit freaking seven hundred home runs. You know, it's because he was taking a
0: daddy hack on every swing. Before Babe Ruth came around, the leader in home runs each year hit like 11 or 12. Then Babe Ruth comes around and he hits 50 and 60. It's because he was
1: obese. You can generate a lot of force
0: with a lot of mass. Oh, because you're not going to give across the board okay, yes, I'm what going most to... people say I he's the he greatest an baseball, amazing player. baseball player. You don't think he but had are... unbelievable
1: hand-eye coordination? Yes, absolutely. Yes, I'm saying yes. He was athletic, <clears throat> Fine. But he Would you shown, actually consider somebody like that
0: he was to be the Boyle greatest Tani.
1: athlete?
0: No, no, I'm not the saying the greatest
1: a, baseball player.
0: Greatest baseball player.
1: You really think he's the best baseball? I player think he's of all the time? greatest
0: baseball player in all time. There's I think
1: a, it's indubitably Willie Mays. And, I
0: don't think it's okay. even close. Things that he had to do. He won twenty games twice as a pitcher in the major leagues while he was while he was hitting. Yeah, yeah. And when he was playing. Like I said before, people leading Major League Baseball hitting home runs were hitting 11 and 12. Okay. He's hitting 30, 40, 50. Yeah. On top of that, he was, he changed the sport single handedly and brought people out to the ballpark to see him. He was a phenomenon. And what did he do? <clears throat> he called his shots. He became the largest personality... I wouldn't say shots. He did it once. He became the largest personality in the world. There's another person that did the exact same thing, and other people would say he wasn't the greatest, but he was the greatest of all time because of the series of his work, everything that he put together. Muhammad Ali may not have ended his career the way he wanted to,
1: I think everybody considers Ali the best boxer of all time. Well,
0: there's there's some people out there that I w- talk about...
1: Floyd Mayweather is 50-0. I mean, you have to give him that. But still, but I, everybody would say Muhammad Ali.
0: Wasn't it Rocky Luciano? Was it Rocky? Rocky Marciano went undefeated for his entire career. He was 48-0. Different era. Fine. In the uh, no. 30s and 40s. He was the heavyweight champion of the world. Okay. He was undefeated. Muhammad Ali lost three times. Okay, fine. You know, so but but the putting everything together with how he changed the sport. Muhammad Ali was the first person ever I saw in a sporting event during an interview that trash talked. He was calling Joe Frazier a gorilla. He float like a butterfly, sting like a bee. There ain't nobody in the world like Muhammad Ali. He had character and personality, and he backed up what he said he was going to do. Are you going somewhere with this? I am going somewhere with it. The exact same thing about Babe Ruth. You would not have Major League Baseball today. Without Babe Ruth, yeah. Because Babe Ruth saved the game of baseball. It was on its last leg, and he became the reason why everybody wanted to see the sport. Okay. And that yeah. made the place for Gehrig to come along, and DiMaggio to come along, and Warren Spahn, and Nicky Mantle, and all these other players that came after him that carried the sport on. This was the most popular sport on the in the United States until the 80s. And then football kind of transitioned and took it over. And now I'd say basketball and baseball, basketball and football, are the two most popular sports in the United States right now. And baseball is lagging behind at third. And the reason they're lagging behind at third, the games are too long. There's too much stepping out. There's not. There's a, no
1: pop culture.
0: There's no pace. You don't have identifiable. Look at. Look at basketball players and football players. Those are the people who we see their faces. We see them on commercials. They're very popular. Baseball doesn't promote its players. So to say that these people right now in baseball are so much better than the people who actually developed the sport and brought it along, we have no idea.
1: Advertisement (laughs) has nothing to do with the quality of player. What are you
0: talking about here? But who's, who's... who is watching the game? Baseball attendance. Who is... cares? Baseball attendance is down. Nobody appreciates Fine. the sport of baseball anymore. Fine. What does c- c- caliber <clears throat> of player have to
1: do with drawing attention to the game? People are drifting <clears throat> away because there's no exactly the reason you said. How can you recover that? There's no pop culture. They're not advertising to the new generation of people. I tell That's... you what.
0: I tell you what you do. I've got three suggestions for Major League Baseball right now. A pitching clock. They have that. No, in- enforce it in Major League Baseball. They have to throw a pitch within 25 they seconds. They have that in the game, 20 no, seconds. It's in, But it's not enforced. Is yes, it is. No, it's not. Batters step out all the single time. The umpire needs to make sure that they stay in the box. And let's get the at-bat over with. Double headers. We need to have double headers and we need to have seven inning double headers. And... After six innings, if one team is ahead by 10 runs, 10-run ten rule, game's over. We need to do these type of things to have incentive in the game for the great teams. Why are we playing nine innings when it's 22-4? to four? Why? The game was decided a long time ago. We've got outfielders coming in to pitch. <laughs> We've but got... that's fun. That's the appeal of the game. That, no, it's not. It's the bastardization of the game, is what it is. Stick to the roots of the game. Just really play. play if you have a rainout, you play a doubleheader the next day. You play two seven inning double, two seven inning games. People love
1: that coming into the game to pitch. P- fans love that. That's not
0: true. It's pfft, it's bullshit. I disagree. It's bullshit. And then have the run rule. Get it over with. Move on to the next day. If the game is so far out of control, why are you risking other players getting hurt? I disagree, and I don't know how we got here, because this is not what we were talking about. Well, the conversation went where it went.
1: I don't like where it went, because it didn't make very much sense,
0: and I disagree. Well, I I think that baseball needs to look at what the public wants. Nobody wants to sit in a hot ballpark in the sun in the middle of July and watch a a three-and-a-half-hour baseball game that is to 9-8. I want to see good pitching. I want to see starting pitchers go into the 7th or 8th inning. I don't want to have a pitcher pitch 5 innings. They do do that, but sometimes they don't pitch good. (laughs) And and, and one of the worst things I've seen that's been a trend over the last couple years, I don't want to see an opener. I don't want to see a relief pitcher come in and pitch an inning.
1: I respect that in the playoffs. You have to do everything you can do to win those games. Playoff baseball is the best form of baseball. It doesn't get better. I love watching playoff baseball. I hate watching regular season games. I think there's such a waste of time for you to sit an entire three hours and watch it. Take time out of your work week to watch a baseball game. But postseason baseball? Cut cut the season back to 120 games. Cut it even more. You don't need that many games. You can distinguish yourself as a good team in 90 games. Play as many games as basketball does. What
0: I say is... You play everybody in the American League twice. Two series. You play everybody... So that's
1: 15 times 2. Or no, theres there, is there 30 teams in the MLB? There's 30 teams. 30 teams. So 14 times 2, that's <coughs> 28 times 3 is... 70, six, 74, 64, 64,
0: 64, 74. 28 is... Eighty four.
1: Eighty four. Yeah. 84, that's eighty four games. And
0: then you play the you play the other league, one the series, division, the, one home
1: and one away. Okay, so that's ninety games. Like I said, play ninety games. Play ninety games. Play play ninety games. But I wouldn't. Why would you play every team in the in the conference or in the in play,
0: the league? Everybody in the American League. Twice. Nobody two times home, two times that. away, and then play everybody in the... You don't the play Nestle.
1: everybody in the American League every year, do you?
0: Yes, you do. You do? Yes, you do. Really? And then you have to play... You know that? Then you have to play one division in baseball in the other league. But you just said one team, didn't you? Or no. did you say a division? Let's oh, play, shoot. Let's, let's so play them all. That's not 90. Let's play that's them all. That's four
1: times three. That's that's 12. So that's ninety six games. That's a lot of games.
0: Play ninety six games. Ninety six games, I've agreed. So ninety six games. Do what they do in Japan. Don't play on say Wednesday. Everybody's off Wednesday. So And you, then you add like say two
1: more teams to the postseason so you can make the postseason longer. Yes. To make up for those
0: games. Yes. So then you have more teams in the playoffs, so you have more cities excited. You play fewer games. You know there's an off day every single week so everybody can can rest. You expand the rosters to 30 players. Each team has 30 players. So you have more pitchers, and you have more bench players in case somebody gets hurt. You don't necessarily have to put them on the IR if they pull a hamstring. You've got somebody that can... Take their spot for four or five days. You don't have all these people shuttling back and forth from the minor leagues. And you only expand in the roster by five players. Add three more pitchers and two more position players. That's 30 players and 30, there's 900 players in the major leagues. Do that. Shorten the season. Have more playoff teams. Put some rules in that the that the fans care about and get the goddamn game over in two hours need more and a half. Players.
1: The Rangers need more players. They need more pitching.
0: Well, you know, you you can do that. And you know what? How the poop do
1: the White Sox keep getting more players, man? Why do they have such a good why is their bullpen so good? They just got Joe Kelly. They're oh my god.
0: Let me look up the They get they got money. You know, the guy that owns the... How? Wa- the How? The they White have Tox, so
1: many good players. He also owns the Bulls. They also have... The, the Mets just got another player.
0: They have... The Rangers have to show that they can be a destination. They've got to pr- prove that their ballpark is decent. That you don't have to worry about the Texas heat. And that they can win here. Oh
1: my God, listen to this. Kendall Graveman... Oh, my God. Aaron Bummer, Garrett Crochet, Liam Hendricks, Craig Kimbrell, Joe Kelly. Wow. Like, what? Starting pitchers. Lance Lynn, Lucas Giolito, Dylan Cease, Dallas Keuchel, and Michael Kopech. Where are they getting all these people? Catcher, Yasmani Grandal. First base, Jose Abreu. Second base is not very good. Third baseman Yoan Moncada, Sh- the shortstop Tim Anderson, left field Eloy Jimenez, center fielder Luis Roberts—that guy's insane—and then like, like what? They're gonna—they're—they're—they're they're, they're gonna win. They're gonna win the—if they don't win the World Series, they suck.
0: Well, I, they I, suck I, as I, a franchise. They'll, they'll be playing in the AL Championship at least.
1: Like what the frick? Let's look up the Mets. They just got Mets roster. They just got, who did they just get? They just got a pitcher. Okay. It was Chris Bassett. That's who it was. Chris Bassett, Carlos Carrasco, Edwin Diaz, Jesus Christ, Trevor May, Jacob deGrom, Taiwan Walker, Max Scherzer, Pete Alonzo, Oh my god, Eduardo Escobar, Francisco Lindor, Jeff McNeil, Mark Canna, Starling Marte, Brandon Nimmo, JD Davis. They're going for it. It's just why
0: we've been talking for an hour now. I know. This is a crazy ass episode. And it's a crazy ass episode. You might want to break this up and.
1: No, I'm going to serve
0: this to the country. <clears throat> okay, well, serve it to the country.
1: Nelson Cruz agrees to deal with the Nationals. Ugh. He what? What is up with Nelson Cruz? Why is he hitting three hundred home, uh, three hundred every year, and hitting forty home runs? He's like seventy.
0: He's back on his juice.
1: Probably. Back on the juice, probably recovering from his depression from costing the Rangers a World Series. Yeah, boomstick. Freaking terrible outfielder. I still, That's why he DHs. I still love him. I love him. I would he wa- he, walk-
0: he got
1: us to the AL Championship against the Yankees. Walk off Grand Slam and to he, beat the
0: Tigers. Oh, the the, the Tigers. He, he single-handedly got us past the Tigers. That and was then, oh
1: my God, Neftali Feliz striking out Arod <laughs> to go to the World Series. That's the most symbolic strikeout in MLB history. I know, it was great. <laughs> and then Neftali Feliz couldn't freaking throw a third strike to win the World Series against David Freeze. All right. So let's run the this. best freaking closer in the MLB that year couldn't strike out David freeze to end the World Series
0: you know one one or another all right so <laughs> predictions on how many wins the Rangers have this year
1: Rangers 80 wins
0: 80 wins so they're plus gonna, or minus 80 they're gonna go 80 and 81.
1: the plus the I'd say the uh that's respect I'd say the over under 78 and a <clears> half I'm taking the over
0: okay that's respectable I think they're going about 75. So you're taking the under? Yeah, that's an improvement over last year. Now, what is the one move, in your opinion, that the Cowboys need to make in free agency?
1: Cut Zeke. Don't trade him. Send a message. Cut your losses. Get rid of all that cap space. Get rid of all that cap space. Bring some free agents in. He's not worth it. No. Cut him.
0: He's not worth it.
1: Don't even trade him, because then you have that money over your head. You still have to pay him. Just cut him.
0: I honestly think the one move that they need to make this next week, they need to bring the Seattle linebacker in.
1: Yeah, yeah. That can be that can be part of your money that you have since you get rid of Zeke. And then
0: you go find a safety. Okay. You can do those two things. We'll be okay. agreed.
1: And obviously the Mavericks are going to win the championship this year. We already know that. Hey, so. we're getting close. We're right there. We have won the f- second most game since the beginning of the calendar year. I know. And we are seven out of our last eight. So we are the hottest team in basketball. We are. And
0: Luka Doncic is the best player in the world. We're not going to talk about Stars. No, the Stars suck. Okay. Shut, the Stars, shut up. Okay, bye.